Welcome to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. I'm glad you joined me today. This is the place where we discuss relevant topics to help you stand up and stand strong to overcome. And in this podcast, it is barely scripted, raw, real, and it's also a lot of fun. Also, you can find me at ValerieSilvera.com where I have many more resources to help you become a warrior in hope. Hey there, friends. This podcast episode is actually from three years ago, but I went back and listened to it and thought it was such a good one. I wanted to bring it back to you. Just to note, it's kind of interesting because I mention that I'm just starting to read the Bible for the second time in my life. And what's really kind of interesting is I literally just got through reading it again for the third time. But What I said in here in reference to that, this entire podcast is not about just that, but um, it still rings true. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. I am so happy you joined me today, and I hope that these podcasts continue to inspire and motivate you and empower you to stand up and fight to stand up and make something of your life, to live an empowered life. So on that note today, let us talk about life being filled with ups and downs. So how do you handle life's ups and downs and even enjoy the ride? Now, I'm not saying you're going to enjoy the ride every moment, but I want to give you some perspective on this life journey with all of its ups and downs that will hopefully help you to think of these ups and downs differently, and even to accept that certain things are just out of your control, and that's sort of just the way it is. So I've been thinking a lot about this and, you know, with the the ups and downs of my own life and so many other people that I know. It doesn't seem that I know very many people who aren't really having a lot of ups and downs or haven't been through. Now, of course, a lot of it depends on age. Some of you younger people have only been around for, you know, two or three decades. Perhaps life hasn't been as much of a roller coaster, as much of, you know, highs and lows as some of us who've lived five, heading to six decades. But, you know, and, and sometimes it's just perspective because even you younger people, you've had your own ups and downs. Okay, sure, maybe they haven't been as big as some of us who've been around longer, but they're still your big ups and downs. So we want to keep from, first of all, from comparing our ups and downs, our highs and lows to other people's. And lots of times I refer to these as beasts because sometimes that's what it is. We've got this big beast that's that's standing on our chest and we're having a hard time throwing it off. We're having a hard time uh, defeating it. And it can really be a beast. And so this can be helpful really for that too. But today I really wanted to talk more about just the highs and lows of life. Now, some of you who've followed a lot of my work know about the roller coaster from hell. And of course, that roller coaster from hell is when really all hell breaks loose. But I'm referring today to the roller coaster of life. It's not even really the roller coaster from hell necessarily. It's the roller coaster of life. Although I think all of the really terrible, awful things that happen do come from hell. But that's another story for another day. What I'm talking about is just life's ups and downs and the fact that that's the way it is. Life is going to be a series of highs and lows. So right off the bat, 
you accepting that is, is really part of the battle. Because here's what a lot of us would love, especially if you've been through a lot of stuff. And you know what? Maybe if you haven't. So you haven't built up those muscles, you know, you haven't had to build courage. So geez, maybe you even think of this more often than those of us who've been through a lot of stuff. But here's what it is. We want life to to just smooth out. We want it to be smooth sailing. I mean, come on, who doesn't want life to be smooth sailing? Of course, everybody would like that. And there appear to be some people whose lives are definitely much more smooth sailing than others. I have no idea why. It's really um, a mystery and, and one we shouldn't spend a whole lot of time trying to figure out. So once you accept that life is ups and downs, period, you can't avoid them. It is going to help you right off the bat to not hate the lows so much. I am going to talk a little bit about managing the highs and lows so they're not so high and not so low in a little bit. But first, I wanted to tell you a little story because I thought it was really interesting. So when I was a young teenager, I decided to read the Bible. I wasn't even in church or anything. I was just thinking I wanted to read the Bible. So I did that. And I don't remember how long it took me or or what. And, you know, I wasn't exactly leading a super pious life at that point. (laughs) But I um, just wanted to read the Bible. And and it's really... um, cool. And I'm actually getting excited about getting further into it because I know there are so many things. There is a lot of wisdom and things that we're very familiar with and terminology and things like that, that actually come from the Bible. So much of the wisdom that is out there at the core is from the Bible. But I did this by the way, just because I'm really wanting to walk closer with God and everything. And I thought, well, Hey, if he and I are buddies and I'm going to walk closer with him, I should probably get to know him a little bit better. So I thought I would just, you know, get in there and and do this. And so, you know, where do you start reading the Bible? What did I do? From the beginning. I mean, why not? So I did that. And it's funny because I remember when I read it before, and and this was a long time ago, but I recall in thinking back on that over the years, you know, a few times that I did think about it, I remember thinking that it was pretty confusing and a lot of it didn't make sense. And it's going to be interesting to see if I I still feel that way (laughs) with a lot of it. But anyway, so I start with the first book, which is Genesis, right? And anyway, so there, there are these, these characters, and I'm, I'm not even halfway through the first chapter, but there are these different characters, these, these people, these real-life people that um, had these relationships with God, I mean, all the way from Adam and Eve, and now I'm into Noah and some of his offspring. And so these were people back in those days that actually heard from God, physically heard from God. Wouldn't that be awesome? And... Um, they also had angels that would come and tell them stuff. Okay, so this is what I want you to hang on to for a minute. God spoke to them directly. Angels came and told them stuff. Okay, a lot of these people were heroes of the Bible. A lot of these people were very, very blessed by God. I mean, it really is showing the heritage of uh, people through these life stories. And it's uh, the people that I've gone through are typically, it's the beginning and end. It's not every bit of their life story, but it's showing their beginning and their end. So here's what's interesting, because very quickly in a few chapters, they talk about someone's life from beginning to end. I'm able to get a really, really quick snapshot of their life, right? So you're in the middle of your life right now, and it's not really much of a snapshot. You just, you know, you're kind of looking back into your past and everything, but if you were able to rise above it and look at your life in this snapshot way, maybe you would see this because this is what I saw with all of these people. 
these people from the Bible, these mostly men, but, but women too, definitely women's stories in there too. These people are beloved as you and I are by God. But I mean, he really had this, this one-on-one relationship, but every single story I read without exception that I can think of, don't, don't quote me. I'm not a Bible scholar, so don't quote me on this, but Each person had highs and they had lows. They had challenges. They had loss. They had heartbreak. They made huge mistakes. They sinned. I mean the full gamut. I'm going to talk about this another day, but what I thought was really awesome is that God still stuck by these people. I mean, even through all those those, some of those lows had to do with what they did, their sins. I mean, he blessed them anyway. It was incredible. But what I wanted to talk more about today than that, sorry, I got a little excited there. What I wanted to talk more about today was having looked at the snapshot of their life. It was so evident that that's the way it's supposed to be. These were the people, the first people, the beginning of, of, of mankind as we know it. And these people had highs and lows. God talked to them directly. I mean, if God was hanging out with me, talking to me directly and sending me angels that I could physically see and talk to and everything, I'm thinking I'd probably have a heck of a lot more faith. (laughs) Yet these people still stumbled. They still had highs. They still had lows. They weren't even promised smooth sailing. They didn't have smooth sailing. Now, remember, I didn't get the whole picture of all their lives. It was this snapshot. So no doubt in the middle of it all, if we could kind of see a little graph of their life, no doubt you saw highs, pretty big highs, and you saw some pretty big lows and probably everything in between. So that kind of really told me that that's the way life is supposed to be. Life is a series of highs and lows, ups and downs, just like those heroes in the Bible, just like all those people back in those early biblical times. And it's going to be really interesting for me to take that same snapshot as I, as I move through the stories of, of other people. But doesn't that kind of help? Doesn't that help you to really think about that life is supposed to be a series of ups and downs? It, and it's, it's just the way it is. So instead of getting all stressed out and bummed out and depressed and down when life is on one of those downswings, just know that an upswing is coming. I don't know when, I don't know how long it's going to take, but life doesn't typically stay low or stay high. Now, if you're in a place where you're debating that with me right now, because you feel as if, you know, you've had some serious lows and I get that. Trust me. I get that being on that low that just doesn't seem to end. But sometimes that's, we're thinking that because we're so stuck in that low that we're forgetting that, that, you know, last week there was something that was good. And yesterday there was a, there was some moments of pleasure. And you know what I'm saying? That we get so caught up in it. And, and as human beings, we have such a tendency to think of the negative. We have a tendency to think of the worst. That's, that's, I, I don't know that we are designed that way. I don't believe that, but that's how we've wound up. And so you know, that's part of it is that don't think of, of this low and just being so bummed out, you know, look for the good. 
Look for those even tiny highs, those just little spikes, because that will keep you from you know, feeling like you're just down in the depths, down in that just bottom pit, you know, just way down there. You know what that reminds me of is we did a sleep study for my son, Sean, when he was, I can't remember how old he was, maybe 10 or 12 or something like that, because he really had a hard time waking up, you know, and, and he would, I mean, he would be walking around like he didn't even know what was going on if he woke up in the night. And so we did the sleep study with him and it kind of came back that he would drop. I mean, he would just drop into that, that place where you could do surgery on somebody, you know, you're just so out of it and he would stay down there. He didn't have, he didn't come up into the state where you would dream. You know, he didn't have those highs and lows. He was just like, ah, stay down there. Now, being a person that has had a hard time sleeping, that actually sounds pretty good. Uh, but it was not really the healthiest way for him to be. Anyway, that just reminds me of that when we get stuck down in those lows. We just get so down and we're, we're not thinking that life's going to get better. But it is going to get better. I will issue a warning though, kind of a little caveat. Life is not going to get better no matter what happens around you, no matter what changes. If you allow yourself to get stuck in that negative attitude, that defeatist mentality, if you allow that to happen, it is likely you're going to stay down in the lows and eventually maybe you'll be sucked out of the low because life just becomes so much better. You have to get sucked out of it, but it'll take so much longer because you're in that habit, that pattern of negative thinking. Now, it's kind of the same thing with the highs. I don't think that you should try to decrease those highs. I mean, live them, enjoy them. But just be mindful that cuz sometimes we're on this when we're on these really big highs and we're just feeling as if everything is the best in the whole world and and everything, then we can crash if we have unrealistic expectations. And and only you know where you are in this high and low thing. It's just kind of managing it, but I, I'm really more interested in, in, in you learning how to, when you're feeling down, to, to, to bring some spikes into that, that down part of your little roller coaster ride so that you can even things out. And once again, change your attitude about these highs and lows because lots of times the reason, again, we get so low is because we're allowing ourselves to get so low. We get to a point where we think I'm being punished. If there's something I've done wrong, this is a terrible place to be. And listen, there might be some reason that we get into those lows because of decisions we've made. I mean, let's face it, we've got to take some personal responsibility for certain things. But that's not to say you should stay down there and beat the heck out of yourself. Just realize, okay, this is it. I'm down here. I'm in this low. What can I do now to bring myself out of it? So, you know, it's kind of a fine balance between us accepting that there are highs and lows and that we have to go through certain things. We have to go through some dark valleys, but they're not always for the wrong reasons or for negative reasons. You know, and even in my own ride, when I went through really dark valleys with my daughter and the, and the loss of her, I've, I've really come to respect and understand these lows and even these heartbreaks and these dark places and even find some collateral beauty and joy in those dark places. As a matter of fact, I wrote about some of this in my book, Misery, You Don't Get My Company. You should go to ValerieSilvera.com and get a copy of that book because it really talks about getting out of these, these dark places and finding 
the courage, really the courage to be happy again and to live with, with purpose and, and peace and happiness. So check out misery. You don't get my company. Cause that can really help you with this perspective. So that that's just it. So back to what I said in the very beginning of this podcast is how do you live these highs and lows and enjoy them? Okay. So once again, back to making some spikes while you're in the low, changing your thinking, changing your attitude and looking for the good. I want to give you something else to do. If you're in a low, I want you to visit your gratitude jar your journal, whatever you do. If you don't have one, get one. I have this jar and I actually had to just expand it to a bigger jar. And I actually put it on my kitchen table in the center of my kitchen table because I wanted it to be a place where I wouldn't forget. I would see it often. Also a place that my husband could drop things in there and even guests. I am going to be encouraging guests to drop gratitude into my jar too. Uh, so, cause you know, we're all in this together. So I'm telling you, when you're in a low, this is super, super powerful. First of all, it gets God's attention. Second of all, it changes your attitude and your perspective. And when we're so down by the lows, when we can't see our way out of them, we need a new mindset. We need to change our attitude. So do that. Stick things into the gratitude jar. I'm, I'm saying don't, you don't have to get super deep about it either. You can, you know, you can look at it and go, oh, I'm thankful for my car. Don't act like every single thing has to be for every, you know, a person and a situation. And we have to act so godly every moment. God has allowed these things into our lives. Yeah. Things like my iPhone, <laughs> things like the internet and, and recording devices and things like that so that I can do a podcast with you. I am appreciative for everything. So just start dropping stuff into your jar. Don't worry if you've already put the same thing in there. This is not what it's all about. Nobody's going to go in and organize it. You just need to get into the gratitude mindset. That's super helpful. Another thing is for you to start thinking of the collateral beauty. Instead of all the collateral damage of your downs, instead of all the, you know, the negativity of it, what good can come of it? Because I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how bad the down times are. There is always good that can come from it. And nobody's going to convince me otherwise because I've been through some serious downs and I've been able to do that. I've been able to find the good in it, the lessons, the growth, the opportunity to change myself and to guide others to change their life. So get into that practice too. And here's another thing. The last thing I want to mention is expectancy. When you're in a down, remember what I told you about those heroes of the Bible. Remember what I told you about life in general. It is a series of highs and lows. So when you're in that low, why don't you try to get excited? Why don't you try to look forward to what is coming? Because what is coming is another climb uphill on life's roller coaster. You're not going to stay in this downtime forever. And when you start climbing out of it, you're going to climb out of it with so much more courage and perspective and wisdom and gratitude if you can learn to manage the downtime. You will appreciate those ups so much better when you get a handle on changing your mindset in the downs. So don't be so mad, upset, stressed, 
and depressed about life's ups and downs because that's just what they are. They are life's ups and downs. Remember, there are things in front of you that you can't see right now. So get excited, have some belief, have some faith, and get some tools. I've been through a lot, and I can help you to get through a lot too. You have what it takes. You have more courage than you even have any idea. You can change your mindset. You can stand up. You can become courageous. You can live an empowered life. I look forward to what's coming in your life and hope that I can be just even a little tiny bit of your journey to happiness, hope, and purpose. Here's to an empowered life. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you will subscribe and come back and join this podcast often. Also, you can find me at ValerieSilvera.com where I have many more resources to help you become a warrior in hope.